A14. Now, amid deteriorating relations between South Korea and Japan, both over historical issues and the recent military radar dispute, there's another step being taken to draw engagement from the US. A new teacher's guide on the so-called comfort women issue is to be distributed across schools in California. We heard earlier today how two more Korean surviving victims of Japanese sexual slavery have passed away. There are just 23 officially recognised by the government still alive today. Uh, the two latest who passed away, one Kim Bok Dong, a very well-known grandmother here, who'd become symbolic with the with the protest movement to gain recognition from Japan. Another identified by her saying, surname E. Uh, and time we've been saying for a long period has been running out let's bring in miss julie tang a retired judge co-chair of comfort women justice coalition thank you for taking the time thank you so much for having me and california state board of education in 2016 approved a history social science framework for california public schools that includes comfort women in the 10th grade world history curriculum to make that clear despite this being a controversial subject and and for you and the work that you've been doing in the u.s what do you think made this possible well i think a lot of things came together to make it possible first of all in california and throughout the united states we're seeing a growing sex trade including international sex trafficking of women and girls and even young men and gaining attention from government and the media. Law enforcement were also beginning to deal with these issues differently. Um, With all these things going on and also the Me Too movement, women in America are having a louder voice to speak up against sexual exploitation. And during that time, a lot of comfort women memorials are being built. And in San Francisco, which is a world-class city, a city that everyone has heard of, and most tourists wants to come to visit, is starting also to build our memorial. So during 2016, while we're working very hard to build our memorial, we're making a lot of noise, you know, in the media and in the peace community. And so we and a group of, um, and other groups of peace advocates and educators urged the Department of Education in California to adopt a curriculum on the comfort women atrocities because the comfort women atrocities is really symbolic of the largest, you know, of all these sexual exploitation of women, because the comfort women atrocity and institutionalized as a um, Japanese um, institution during World War II is the largest scale of sex trafficking ever conducted in the last century. That having such a major place in the history of the world affecting women. I think California State Department took notice of that. I think in so doing, they are responding to the academic necessity of teaching the comfort women curriculum because of what's happening in the communities and the victimization of girls, women, and young men. And it became poignantly clear that the school districts should protect the students by teaching them about it. Can you tell us a bit more about the materials used in in this textbook? Yeah, the resource is uh, the most... uh, Oh, you mean the textbooks that have been adopted in California? Exactly right. Well, they adopted a framework. And what the California State Board of Education does is that once they adopted a framework, 
it gave a very basic uh, representation of what the comfort women's history is about. And in each school district, there are many school districts throughout California, San Francisco is one of them, will adopt its own curriculum. And the curriculums are also um, are very independent. So because of this independence, uh, the Comfort Women Justice Coalition, along with Korean American uh, uh, Forum of California, both are peace organizations working to educate the community about the comfort women issue, decided to publish our own resource guide to assist the teachers who are now teaching the, curric- uh, the curriculum on comfort women justice. I thought it was interesting that South Korean Foreign Minister Kang Kyung-hwa, when announcing on the sidelines of the World Economic Forum in Davos last week, that South Korea would host an international conference on sexual violence in conflict this year, uh, said that the conference is not to address the comfort women issue per se, but to make sure that their historical experience is not lost. And it seems to me that's also a very important part of of what you're doing. Can, can you spell that out for us, though, why you feel having education bodies in California take up this issue is so important? Well, first of all, in California, we have a large uh, number of Asian uh, Americans, many of whom have family members who have been victimized in Asia. And um, American Asians are very vocal now about their rights, especially the rights are the same as other people's rights and other women's rights. And, and history is so important when it comes to the comfort women history and the atrocities that happen to women in general. Um, and, and it's even more important because there are still surviving victims to tell us what happened. The real tragedy, I tell you what it is, is that Japan continues to deny history. And in Japan, they have successfully erased the truth of what happened to the comfort women in his textbooks by whitewashing the textbooks, making it seem like it is nothing more than a few women uh, offering sex services to military soldiers. And uh, it is really unfortunate because the Japan as a country has committed its own citizens to a state of amnesia about its own war crimes. The Japanese right-wing government, the current government under Abe, has been denying the citizens the opportunity to learn about what really happened and fails to protect its own young community against these atrocities by learning about what could have, what could happen to them. We in America are the fourth, you know, we, we are kind of like the four, in the forefront to fight against sexual violence against women. We in the San Francisco courts uh, and the California courts and the United States courts look at violence against women very seriously. I was one of the first judges to establish a domestic violence court in San Francisco, along with other judges in other areas in the United States. And the domestic violence courts target violence against women. While there are also violence against men, the predominant victims in domestic violence are women. And the sex trafficking also predominantly uh, victimizes women. So it is a way of protecting the vulnerable people in our country. And uh, in so doing, I think that um, it is important that we learn about the comfort women 
and how our work in the comfort women issues and exposing the history intersect with the protection of women in general, especially in the areas of sex trafficking and the area of sex trade. In California, you know, we passed a law that protects young women who are engaged in sex trade by focusing on the entities that coerced them. For example, in California, the law now does not criminalize young girls who engage in sex trade and uh, if they were uh, victims of sex, sex trafficking. But we arrest the pimps who are controlling the girls and the boys, and we criminalize them. So there's a very broad and un- a progressive approach and understanding towards the girls who are, especially the underage girls, who are involved in sex trade in the United States. And, and, and at the same time, we look at the comfort women atrocities, where the majority of the victims were young girls, average age of 15 and 16. By understanding what happened to this large group of young girls, we will have a better understanding what we're doing to our own citizens here in our country. That's why it is so important to link up the issue of comfort women and the current day sexual exploitation of women and embedded that in our educational system so that young girls, young boys would learn about this early um, in the schools and at, at least in high schools and appreciate what happened to the grandmas. It's very sad, of course, to think that abuse, even reminiscent of what they went through, continues today. What do you see as your biggest challenge? So we, we've just heard this week from Japanese Foreign Minister Taro Kono urging South Korea to uphold the uh, Treaty of 1965, normalizing ties that involved compensation from Japan to the government here, if not individuals. Um, moreover, of course, the 2015 so-called Comfort Women Deal, which the current government has not recognized. Uh, that was under the previous Puck and Hay administration. Given, given those political challenges, is, is Japan providing the main obstacle, do you think? You know, the 1964 treaty provided um, by Japan to Korea were predominantly in the form of grants and loans. Uh, grants were in the form of uh, produce and also uh, in the form of services. And that was supposed to compensate Korea for the colonial period um, which, uh, in which Japan took so much out of Korea, so many resources, the people, the slave labor, the women. So um, they should compensate, but that is barely compensate for what they've done to Korea. And, um, in two th- and, and that they claim that it covers... Uh, everything. And I think it's wrong. I think that's what Tokyo likes to believe. It is wrong to believe in that. Uh, it may give some compensation, some credence to country-to-country relationship. But in so far as individuals are concerned, individuals have a right to sue, and the government cannot write off their rights. Just like in China in 1972, Zhao Enlai, the premier then, entered into the Shanghai communique with Japan, also because of the pressure yeah. that China was under in order to be admitted into the world community and to normalize relationship with Japan. So, Julie Tang, we see how China pressure itself is 
such an obstacle. We we do have to leave it there. We're out of time, but thank you so much for joining us and and good luck with your efforts and the Comfort Women Justice Coalition. And thank you, and thank you for promoting our resource guide. Pleasure. We have a very comprehensive curriculum guide on the history of Comfort Women atrocities, and they are available online. Anybody can go look it up, and they can check out our website, www.comfortwomeneducation.org. It's free. Thank you so much. That's really helpful to know. Thank you.